This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When I was watching this morning, I've heard the commentators, including Greg Alexander, saying the second half is as clunky as the Kangaroos have ever been, and maybe Mal Meninga won't be too happy with that performance. Let's go live to Coffs Harbour, where Michael Butner is at the Oztag Championships. Butes, good morning, mate, and what were your thoughts of the Kangaroos overnight? Good morning, boys, and what a great first segment. Burko, the career best form, and CV, you know, brilliant as per usual. Um, obviously, uh, the Aussies, I, I didn't see a lot of it, Steve, to be honest with you, just due to the fact that it started at 6.30, I'm here by 7 o'clock, but uh, the fact of the matter is the Aussies were very um, very good in the first half, and as you said, the, uh, a little bit clunky in that second half, uh, Addo Carr on fire, Nathan Cleary as per usual, um, you know, steering the side around the park, um, a solid performance from them, and obviously still, I guess, for uh, Mount Meninga, uh, the selection dilemma as to which way he goes, um, I think it's pretty apparent with the halfback uh, whether he brings Ben Hunt in uh, to start the next game against New Zealand with Harry Green on the bench. That's a big question. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, Butts. Uh, how close do you think the side we had this morning was going to be to our, our semi-final, which is likely to be against New Zealand? Look, I've got to say, I think this is probably the most indecisive Mal Manning has been in his probably coaching career when it comes to making selections. Uh, and I think there's a couple of aspects to that. I think the uh, the loyalty he has to DCE and the, the time he spent with him with the uh, the Queensland Origin side, uh, the fact that you've got a, a kid like Nathan Cleary who's in outstanding form, uh, Harry Grant and Ben Hunt who are both uh, clearly uh, the two best heart, two best uh, hookers in our game. Uh, and I think he'll lean towards that. Harry Grant played 80 minutes per day. Ben Hunt rested, and I think that's. Uh, just to get him prepared for the the, um, the New Zealand game. Uh, Munster, no doubt, will be the 5'8". And then, of course, you've got uh, Tedesco at fullback. So I think he's going to have to make that tough call and it's going to come sooner rather than later that uh, I think we'll see DCE um, unfortunately having to miss out uh, in, a, in a spot for that 17-man uh, squad against New Zealand. Yeah, that would be massive. Butes, what are you looking forward to over the weekend? I think it's early Monday morning our time. Samoa v Tonga in the quarterfinals. Yeah, How enormous look, I, is that? I, I look, I think it's probably been the most anticipated game of the World Cup, probably even before the World Cup started. Um, it was all heading that way, uh, Samoa v Tonga quarterfinal, and that's how it's played out. Um, you know what? I, these two sides uh, on paper are absolutely outstanding, and there's so much NRL experience. Uh, add to that the passion and the uh, the pride that they have representing their nation, uh, it's going to be an absolute cracker. And, I, you know, to be honest with you, I think it's a, a toss of the coin. Um, I don't I don't see any side having a real advantage, uh, if anything, possibly Tonga. But outside of that, it's going to be one hell of a game, boys. Butes, I've heard a few experts say that they're giving Papua New Guinea a chance against England. What about you? It's tomorrow morning, 1.30. Oh, I, I don't think so. I think we saw what England were able to do against Samoa. Uh, and Samoa went into that game. That was the first game of the tournament. Samoa went into that game as favourites. Um, I think 
um, a lot of people are probably underestimating England as a side, and that's not to say that um, PNG should be underestimated either, but I think England will be too strong and, and got plenty going for them. Uh, PNG have been, uh, look, I think they've been outstanding uh, throughout this tournament. They're all built like blocks of granite and uh, certainly <laughs> run hard and tackle hard. There's no doubt about that. But uh, for me, England will have too much skill ultimately and it might be close for the first 40, maybe even 60 minutes. But I think the skill of England and, and their side will be too strong and their experience uh, will get them across the line. Yeah, and tomorrow morning around 6.30, New Zealand versus their neighbours, Fiji. I, I think I saw, was it Nelson Asofa Solomon said he's going to protect Jerome Hughes? And if, if the big man has said that, I'd be worried. Well, I'd be pretty happy if I'm Jerome Hughes. That's all I know. <laughs> if, I've, if I've got big Nelson protecting me. I don't know whether you saw the highlights of the fight last night, boys. Ernie um, and uh, Leilua. Uh, or Lula, <laughs> Lula. Kiki, Kiki Luella. Lula. Yeah, Lula. that's Luella. Luella. My goodness. What a, <laughs> they were two brick walls with punching gloves just going at each other. It was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, I dare say, if I've got Nelson Asafasola, uh, Solomon uh, protecting me, then I'm pretty happy. Um, yeah. The next best thing could be even, uh, could be Hooney, but outside of that. And you know what? It actually got me thinking this morning. Um, Paul Gallon took on. Hooney, and it, you know, just puts into perspective how tough Paul Gallon is um, as a boxer, because these guys last night absolutely went hammer and tong for ten rounds and did not hold anything back. Yeah, it's one of the best uh, heavyweight fights I've seen. I think we had three goes at getting his name, and we we all blew it. So it's Kiki Lutelli. <laughs> uh, That's the one. And- That's him. And I kind of I really enjoyed post fight where he was interviewed, and uh, you know. They said, you should be really proud of your performance. And he said, well, why? I didn't win. So that yep. sums up, for me, that sums up, like, uh, I mean, too many athletes are happy with a gallant loss, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so the, no, other, exactly the, other right thing, yeah, the other thing I liked about it was in the, going to the last round and, and Huni's corner says, that, mate, just jab and move, jab and move. There was no jabbing and move. I'm standing and swinging yeah. from the car park. It was it was so good to watch. Yeah. It was a really, with his broken hand, obviously. Yeah, when they took the glove off. Mm. So, you know, that would have blown up this morning as well. So that's going to be a real setback for him. But, Guru, you did some research. So Huni's still a very young man. Yeah, so he's 23 years of age, so he's only just starting in his boxing career. Remember, he, he missed the the, the um, was it the Commonwealth Games, the Olympic Games, because he hurt himself the hand, same hand when he when he fought Gallon. So he's only just starting starting his career. Yeah, really. and uh, I agree with what the commentators are saying. If he could get like uh, an opponent who's maybe top 10 or top 15 in the heavyweight division, like uh, can't wait to see what unfolds for him. Jai Opatai is in the same boat. What a phenomenal talent. Hey, Butch, you, you heard the first break. What were your thoughts? of the T20 World Cup this week, and in particular the Aussies versus Afghanistan last night. So Aussies yeah, home by four runs in a thriller. Yeah, I heard Burjo talking about, you know, uh, great to see the Aussies win, but also um, the loss. Uh, not getting them out for 106 or, yeah, not uh, closing that net run rate, which is also important. I guess a couple of things for the Aussies now, they've got to pray for rain uh, for this England uh, Sri Lanka game, or I hope the Sri Lankans can get the job done because uh, the net run rate's not going to be enough uh, to get them through the semi-finals. And to be honest with you, that probably, you know, the way they've played and you know the style of cricket that they have played, and you know, Berge summed it up again where he said that you know it's a different style. A lot of the other nations uh, are really specific about their T20 cricket. The Aussies quite 
just haven't quite got it yet. I think we've got a couple of players who can play that style. Stoyne has been one of them. I think Mitchell Marsh being another and uh, Glenn Maxwell. Outside of that, I think we're still too regimented and, you know, one-day cricket-like in terms of our approach and probably even to the extent with our bowling attack, um, you know, the, the likes, likes of Hazelwood and Cummings. I'm not so sure that they're at that T20 type calibre of bowler. Um, I saw what the, the Afghanistans did last night, those last four overs. Uh, and of course, Rashid Khan. But, you know, those last four overs, the Aussies really struggled to get any runs. And it was probably for mine the big difference between a scoreline of 180, 190, uh, as opposed to that 168 that they got um, and just seemed to struggle to get there. At the moment, uh, just a quick update. So, Play is underway here in the Central Coast batting. And, Gary, can you tell us who's on strike at the moment? We saw a couple of runs just a moment ago for the Central Coast team against Newcastle. Yeah, so we've got Amy Cunningham on strike. So she's uh, she's got a couple of runs on the board. And she's opening with Ella Bridge from, from Terrigal Matcham. So, um, so yeah, a good, uh, a good start there by the Central Coast. And hopefully we can get off to a good start. Yeah, and a left-arm bowler from the northern end of the arena here at Tugra Sporting Complex. Butes, uh, can you just paint a picture for us? This is the 2022 Australian Oztag Senior Championships. Play got underway yesterday and goes through until tomorrow, but I dare say it's absolutely enormous up there in Coffs Harbour. Yeah, big tournament, boys. We've probably got about 20-odd fields going, 25 fields going at the moment. Uh, players ranging from 20 through to over 60s. And you have male, female, mixed teams. And um, it's actually World Cup selection, the World Cup in 2023 heading off to Ireland and um, so it's World Cup selection time so uh, plenty on the line for these players I would dare say there's probably about 150 to 200 teams competing so it's a big tournament Uh, we'll be here till probably about 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon and then finals on tomorrow which will be a massive day Yeah Butes and are you already on the plane to Ireland or do you have to do something special up there? Uh, I'll, I'll try my best to do something special, but uh, due to my role, I'll be on the plane already, mate. My ticket's booked. First class, boys. First class. 1A. Hey, anything else you want to say to us, Buttes? Have a great show. You're killing it. <laughs> if, I could sum, if I could sum it up in two words, steve you know what they'd be? Yeah, outstanding. Outstanding. Correct. <laughs> yeah, good luck, mate. Have a great weekend in Coffs Harbour, and thanks for joining us. Good on you, boys. Have a great weekend.